Hey, y'all, and welcome to a brand new episode on Fill the Cup Podcast. I am fresh, and when I say fresh, I mean like 30 minutes right after the episode of processing what insecure season vibe. It's really five, but I guess they're doing the playoff words of what season five, the final season, just did for me in a matter of 30 minutes. That episode was so powerful. It represented so many things. So I just want to give a recap of my thoughts. Disclaimer, if you have not yet seen the episode, probably wait till you see the episode. Or if you've never even heard of Insecure, what rock have you been under? Because this is the fifth year of such an epic show for the culture, for the black culture. And I just have so much to pour out. And just as I was filled up from this episode, I hope that my takeaway can fill you up and that you're blessed as we enter into another fill-up moment, okay? So, a few takeaways. I'm not going to make this episode long. As the episode started... We pretty much see the crew get together, which I love Tiff for her little AKA color. She was cute. Her and her hubby, you know, they back on their college stumping grounds, which just reminds me of what it feels like being at an HBCU homecoming, even though this wasn't an HBCU. Um, and then you got and then you got the funny friend, and I can't even think of her name. Lord, forgive me. I went blank for a second. And you got Issa, and you got Molly. So with all those variables, um, it just immediately set the tone for how the episode is about to start. So obviously seeing Molly and Issa together was just a lot to process because I didn't know if we were going to see them pretty much be the best of friends already or if we were going to see them already having an issue. So I felt the awkwardness from the jump when they tried to give each other a hug. That was kind of awkward and weird at the same time. That was a lot. I'm not even going to lie because I can relate to that feeling when you don't really know if you F with somebody and you see them or you haven't seen them in a while because you guys still have the same friends and you're like, okay, do we hug hug or do I just kind of wave because I ain't really feeling you like that. We ain't really talk it out. I've been there before. So seeing that part was very relatable, especially if you've had a breakup with friendships and then them going and seeing people that they knew and, you know, processing all of the memories of what it was like to be the age that you were. Seeing Issa talk to her college self in the mirror. I'm like, if I could talk to my college self, I would say, girl, don't rush it. <laughs> girl, you could have stayed a little longer on the hill because adulthood is ghetto. I don't know whoever recommended this hood. It's it's not recommended, and you should have just took your time and probably tried not to leave Tallahassee so fast <laughs> because everything changes. And, yeah, it's a lot of things I would tell my college self. So I related to that part. 
as well as seeing Issa and Molly have that conversation where Molly was just so comfortable venting to her, even though they weren't good yet. And I know a lot of us have been there where we'll be venting to a former friend because it feels so familiar, just like you do with an ex that you know you ain't got no business being with. And you just venting and you just venting and the other person is trying to process what does all of this mean, which Issa was processing in that moment. Like, what does this mean, her venting to me like this? You know, and just seeing how Molly was still encouraging Issa when she didn't give the best panelist discussion moments. You know, Molly was still encouraging her saying, you did, you said a lot of things I would have been afraid to say. And it's crazy how the people that you're not close with anymore will see you for more than what you see in yourself. And that was a big takeaway from that moment is like, even though we're not on the best of terms, you still see me. You still see what my potential, you know, you're not even being a hater in this moment. And that just goes down to the pureness of Molly's character, which is what well, Yvonne Orji's character, which is just the fact that you can truly root for somebody and still not be feeling them. And I think everybody's been in that place where you have a, a friend that you used to be close to and you see them winning, you see them flourishing and you just want to root for them. You don't want to be a hater. You don't even want to be a silent hater. You want to be like, you know what? We may not be working right now, but whatever God is doing in your life, I'm going to root you on. And I'm going to remind you even when you're self-sabotaging that you're worth it. And I felt like that's what Molly was doing in that moment. Also, I would say the keynote, I want to say, I was about to say she's a keynote speaker, but the panelist moment was hilarious. Issa played that part, just her trying to root the crowd on. Granted, if it was the HBCU black crowd, I think they would have been with her. But just seeing the crowd not really relate to what she was saying and her pretty much saying she picked the wrong logo for her new company. But a lot of us have felt like that as entrepreneurs or new entrepreneurs have felt like, dang, did I make the right logo? Did I make the right name? Are people going to get this? And so I felt that even though I'm not an entrepreneur yet, knock on wood, yet, it's coming, y'all, it's coming. Um, so I felt so many different nostalgic moments of what it's like to walk, you know, the streets and the the roads of your campus and remember who you were at that time compared to where you are now how much life has changed like completely changed and the fact that Issa was able to do it with the friends even the broken ones that she came in there with is just unheard of and seeing that they tried to kill that girl's character off that was hilarious y'all forgive me for not remembering her name Oh, Lord, forgive me. I, I was trying to think of it. Kim, I, I'm not processing in it right now. But I, I promise I'm a fan. I promise I am. Um, And yeah, seeing Tiff, which is Amanda Seals' character, just, you know, flourishing as a mom. Because I know a lot of people relate to that. Being a mom back on campus and just enjoying your husband and just remembering how y'all met. I can relate to that. Um. Is well, I can I want to relate to that because I do plan to bring my future husband, which is my current boyfriend now, back to HBC homecoming with me. I can't wait for that feeling. That would just be great. 
And then with um, Molly's character seeing a former situationship that she was dealing with, I remember the situationships I've had in college. And I'm like, that would be very awkward to see them, especially if I was single. I can only imagine what that felt like. So as I'm just recapping some of the moments that stood out to me, and of course the ending, before I get into takeaways, the ending, seeing Lawrence pick up Issa from the airport and he probably hoping that they're still on good terms, hoping that they're figured it out despite the fact that, you know, he got a whole baby on the way. Um, and then seeing Issa cry her eyes out and tell him, well, her eyes got watery and tell him, you know, without even fully saying the words, but he knew, you know, that she thought about it and she just couldn't do it anymore. And when she walked away, I was like, man, if there was so many moments in my life where I could have walked away from the wrong Negroes that ain't did not serve me, that did not serve where I was going, that did not align with where God was taking me. If I could have just walked away with that power, knowing that she rekindled an amazing thing and we have yet to see what the season you know, unfolds for them. But just in that moment, I felt her. I felt her, you know, not wanting to pull away, but saying, you know what, who I am right now means more. And I think her visiting her old stumping grounds of where she went to school at, her alma mater, was a huge awakening for her to realize, like, I can't afford to make the wrong choices anymore. I can't afford to be attached to a man that is not completely on the same page as me. And I felt Lawrence was broken in that moment because he finally got Issa back. And for all of this to be transpiring, it's just like, dang, maybe this is a rekindling that was always meant to happen. It's just the wrong timing for it to happen, if that makes sense. So my takeaways is, let's just start with the Lawrence thing, just like I was telling you guys. The Lawrence and Issa thing is, Make sure that you walk away from what's not serving you because your 30s will thank you. Your 40s will thank you from the things you walked away from in your 20s, in your 30s. When something is not serving you, when it has nothing to do where God is taking you, you got to be bold. You got to be fearless and say, I know this is hard. I might cry myself to sleep, but it's worth it because I'm realizing right now in this moment, this relationship does not serve me. And ladies, we got to know when to walk away. We got to know when enough is enough. And no matter how much we want that relationship so bad that who we are and who we know we can become has to be mean a little bit more in that moment. And you got to be selfish. Um, so I can't necessarily relate to that right now, but I know what it's like to look at a man and be so fearful of losing him. And I had to think about myself first in order to walk away and say, I deserve better. I, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I want to sign up for. I ain't trying to sign up for no baby mama foolishness. You feel me? So yeah, I commend Issa for that. Like I felt her in that moment so strong, so strong. The way that was written was just for me. Okay. And it was for a lot of other women, no matter what color or race you are or nationality, it was for a lot of women who have been attached to 
the wrong man at the wrong time. Actually, he could be the right man, but at the wrong time. And I think Lawrence is the right man for Issa, but just the wrong timing for where she's trying to figure out herself. And a lot of times that type of scenario can be a distraction because she's starting a new company and it can be a distraction. So any man that's distracting you from this new purpose that you've awakened needs to go until both of y'all figure out y'all stuff individually. Another uh, takeaway moment was the Molly and Issa moment, seeing them eat lunch together um, and seeing them get back comfortable and Molly just asking, are we good or will we be good? And Issa couldn't really give her a full answer because Issa in real life, you know, is awkward, a few words, but she still articulates herself very well when she does speak. You know, she's like that introvert, but when she's ready to talk, the extrovert of part of her comes out. And so I felt that because, you know, I'm thinking about as we speak, friend, you know, friendship breakups that I've experienced and just imagining if I was sitting across from that ex-friend and just looking at them and saying, will we ever, well, my wording would be, will we ever get back to where we were, but in a better sense? That would be very tough to process, you know? So I think their relationship and their friendship is going to evolve a lot through this season. I think we're going to see them still fail at figuring it out and then get it together, hopefully, as the season ends. Um, So I have high hopes for Molly and Issa because them laughing in that car when they got robbed from their old college friend was hilarious. And a lot of times... And I've experienced this as well. A lot of times you'll have a friend break up, but it will take the right thing to laugh at that'll remind you that whatever we was arguing about, whatever we was beefing about is so silly, so stupid. And let's just live this moment because this moment is so important and life is too short not to enjoy that moment to laugh about the tough stuff because they were almost, they were robbed at gunpoint and they was able to laugh about stuff. You feel me? Like... You know, that was that was a huge moment to see. Um, And yeah, and we saw the funny character evolve, which I still can't think of her name. I want to say it's Kim. But y'all just forgive me uh, because I'm I'm still going blank. Um, The one I was doing the stinky leg. So just seeing her character evolve was a big deal as well, because she's always the funny one. But I think we got to see her sensitive side in that. It, it reminds us to check on your strong, your funny friends, your strong friends, the ones that keep you balanced out because they need to be checked on. They are feeling the same pressures that you're feeling. And yeah, check on them because they need you just like you need them. So I say cheers to an amazing first episode. I was watching the press for this um final season and Issa was just kind of nervous about how people were going to respond to it. Y'all, excuse me, I got hiccups. That means the episode needs to end soon. (laughs) Excuse me, Lord. (laughs) So I say all that to say, don't rush your 30s. Stop putting pressure on yourself. Make sure that you walk away from anything that is not serving your your current season. And if you have a, a old friendship that has a possibility of being rekindled, cherish that. Don't lose that because 
you guys are going to need to remember those moments if you ever get into an issue again. And so I'm signing out for this review of the first episode. I give it a 10 out of 10. Issa, you did that. Anybody who hasn't seen Insecure, I'm telling you, you're missing out. Um, I hopefully they even bring it to Netflix because it's it's just it's a top tier show and it was a perfect way to start the season and then seeing the previews of what this season is about to be I'm so excited so excited we're gonna see Kofi oh man the one from Queen, Queen Sugar his fine behind oh my gosh I can't wait to see that um to see if him and Issa gonna have a thing I definitely can't wait to see if Issa and Lawrence are gonna fully be done but again we're seeing our, our stories on the screen as millennials and I love it every time Issa does a show of this sweet life which was on HBO or if it's insecure or if it's these new shows that she has coming out, you know she's going to put your stories and your scenarios on the screen. So I'm signing out before I hiccup again. I love y'all and y'all let me know in the comments what y'all thought about this first episode because I'm still shook. Shookington. And follow me on IG at more motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R motivation. Follow my YouTube, my YouTube channel, more motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R motivation. I got a lot of Great content coming your, your way. A lot of vlogs for you guys to catch up on and different things that you probably haven't seen. So go to the channel now. I'm trying to get my subscribers to go from 122 that it is right now to 140. So y'all pray for me before the year is done. I'm believing God 440 subscribers. I'm putting that out in the atmosphere. But guess what? <gasps> oh, Lord, I got to do the work. This is hilarious. I'm going to laugh at this episode. The fact that I'm completely hiccuping. But yeah, love y'all. Bye.